back, everyone, to this week's edition of Getting Color right here on the BigVitoBrand.com. I am Virtue, and that is Big Vito LaGrasso, who is back from his trip to the ECW Arena in Philadelphia this weekend. What's up? How, how did that go? It was an awesome time. I got to see all my old peeps. You want to know something? Yeah. I always say this. When you are the real boys and you travel the road with people and you work in the companies and you don't have to, that's like your second family. And we can, when you see people and they see you and they're genuinely happy to see you and you catch up where you left off and you never forget a beat, you never miss a beat. That means a lot. That's respect. You know, when your girls, the girls, the divas back in the 2000s, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, the hottest women you ever seen in your life were all doing Playboy. And they say, and they come over and give you a group hug. That's love. Annette, how are you doing? Um, That's good times, man. No, it, let me tell you something. It was nothing better. And then when you're sitting there, and you're talking to your boys, and you say, "Yeah, remember when? Uh, remember when so and so was ghetto before ghetto was cool, and he used to cry to us. And now he's the VP of operations. You think he'd throw us a job? And we're photo bombing guys on their on their text messages. We, you know, when he can give us a job. My buddy was cracking up, and uh, he says, "Vito, this is great." And then seeing George Napolitano. Bill Apter, two guys who were there in the beginning of my career covering me and seeing them yesterday and seeing the smile on their faces. And then who else can go up in the Hardy Boys autograph signing, walk behind the table. They had a line and a half that was five hours long. I walked wow. up behind them. I gave them a hug and a kiss on the cheek each. Feel how you doing, man? What's going on? They're just shocked to see me. I said, I just wanted to come over and say hello to you guys. I know you're busy. I went over and seen them later. I did the same thing to Billy Gunn and Road Dog. And I, you know, and uh they, you know, it's just one of those things when you just you when you're really one of the boys and you get that reception, you know, guys like Eugene, Chris Masters, who I who I used to have a great relationship with, you know. Uh Kimberly was there. Uh, wow. Enzo. Enzo and Cass with that. Enzo, my everybody knows Noel is a big fan of Enzo. She's been wanting to talk to him forever. Mm -hmm. I seen him yesterday. First, he says, How's your wife doing? I said, Enzo, I said, she's not doing good. You think we can call her and talk to her? I'd really appreciate it. He talked to her for about five minutes, brightened her whole day. Right? Yep. It's good. Gave time. her the soft. I mean, like, and when guys go out of their way for you. That's respect in the business. You know, we we don't I don't ever talk about the great the, the wonderful things I've done in the business and the many, many people I have helped in this business. And when I ask for something very small, like a phone call or just hey, say hi to my wife or Brian. And like guys will go out of their way and jump through hoops. Because they appreciated our friendship or they respect me enough to do that. That's the meaning of the business. That's the boys right there. And that's I appreciate everybody who was at the ECW arena. Um, I want to give a shout out to David Hughes, who uh who brought me in. 
I want to say hello to all the vendors who were very kind to me, all the boys who I had a great time with. Um, I made some good connects yesterday, so we'll see what happens. So it was an awesome day. I, I was up at 1 o'clock in the morning, caught a flight at 5, 5.30, flew into Philadelphia, up all day, came back on a plane, was home in my house by 10.30 at night. It's a long, it's a long day. How do your eyes do when you do that stuff? You get the red eye. Um, I found out about these really good eye drops by Bausch and Lam. Have you ever heard of Lumify? Yeah, they I've heard of get, it. Yeah. They're awesome, dude. They get rid of red eyes. Like they're better than yeah. this lubricating drops. You want to know what I guess I you know what? It was like the the two days before I was having like, I don't know, I must have caught something at work, you know, because a lot of stuff goes around. I, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't feeling good. So when I hit the cold weather in Philadelphia, I remember why I moved to Florida. I thought it I I thought, I thought of my friend Virtue. Man, I know why he hates Cleveland now. Oh, it's I cold today. Oh my Dude, god. It was I did a fantasy baseball draft, which we can talk about on Men of Business. Okay. The guy that runs a shop, the car, our baseball card shop, a hobby shop, that's where we do it. Right. We were on the second floor and he had the heat off because he's a cheap ass. Oh, one my little God. space heater. We'll talk about that on Men of Business. All right. We'll talk week. about it in a minute of business. But getting back to what we're talking about, like, um, <laughs> yeah, reasons why you move away from the cold. I felt as soon as I got off the plane, I said, yeah. this is not Florida. I was freezing. I mean, I got no, it's, there's no love for cold. I mean, they couldn't pay me enough to move back up north. I'm telling you. Yeah, but I just want to say thank you to everybody who stopped by the table. Um, all my fans, all the people on TikTok, all the people on Twitter, on Facebook, on, you know, everywhere you could be. Just thank you very much. And thank you to all the people who I've been associated with for the past 30 something years in the business. And to always have a smile and a handshake and a friendly hello to me because that's my time wasn't wasted and you know you're appreciated. So, all right, David, what do you got for me today? What do you got? So let's start with this. So it's WrestleMania week coming up here okay, this week. Okay. And, you know, I was looking back at potential, you know, returns, debuts, and we'll talk about a couple of those in a minute. But I was trying to see who, who's been absent from the roster, WWE. And it right. really sucks when you're absent around WrestleMania season because you don't get the on the card. You don't get that extra payday. So allegedly Bobby Lashley is going to maybe make it back from his injury just in time to maybe get on the card. I didn't know if you had any thoughts there. He had a shoulder injury. And we haven't seen yeah. Bailey and Asuka for a while. And they were kind of workhorses in the women's division. They just always had, like, you know what I mean? They could eat up TV time. And I just wanted to know your thoughts there. Sometimes it, it sucks when you're not there, especially during Mania season. So any thoughts? Again, we might All find right. out this week if let's, Bobby's uh, back. Let's go with this. Let's take Bobby Lashley, right? So when he had his first title run and he lost his title, he was on a downward spiral. Injuries caused him to win the title back. And then WrestleMania plans decided he had to drop the title again. He's hurrying back from injury to go up against some seven-foot giant Omos, who they're pushing. 
Bobby Lashley is a former world champion, is a worthy opponent, but he's rushing back from injury to make it to WrestleMania to fight this guy. And I don't want to say to, you know, to get the, to get the big L, but to put this guy over and it just doesn't make sense. I understand you're going to get a payday, but that that match might not even make the card and you know the show and the only way you get paid on that the standard is $3,000 you get, you know, just for being there in the pre-show. That's not what you get per match on Mania. So is it worth it? Is it worth it? I wouldn't rush back from injury, like, just to make a WrestleMania. I mean, I hope that if he's back, he's ready to be back. You know what right. I mean? Like, I'd get WrestleMania as, like, that moment you want to be there for. No. Um, but, like, I don't. I didn't see Bailey and Asuka back in, in this card yet. And barring surprise returns, they're probably being held back till they're 100% or the Raw or SmackDown after Mania. I, I think sometimes it's good to wait. I don't know. What everybody is missing is that since Triple H has stepped down and Vince McMahon has taken out all of Triple H's people, isn't it funny that Asuka, who is a Triple H girl, Bailey, who's a Triple H girl, they're sitting out of mania. And Belair is out also. See, that has to be a rumor. I haven't heard anything official on that. So if she is a legit injury... I guess we'll find out this week. And Noel said that Trish might take her place. Stratus. Yeah, Trish Stratus. They've been they've, they've been feeding that and they've been putting that in. So if it's a Trish Stratus Becky Lynch match, hey, that's ten times better. And anyway, we already saw Becky Lynch in Bel Air. We how many times could you see it? Trish Stratus brings brings uh, asses to the seats, and they all want to see it. You know, could we have the upset in the making? Trish Stratus coming back to WWE on a full-time basis and making another run just to get the viewership up? I could be. Oh, she wouldn't even have to be full-time. She could come back part-time and still be in that major angle. I mean, look what Brock Lesnar does. You know what I mean? Like, there, a lot of those people can work part-time and still be there almost like they're full-time because they're there for the major TV, so they don't have to do the right. house shows and this or that i don't know but yeah but you know what you know it's it's a good and bad thing you're working to make money and you're working as a professional wrestler right now it's your job not the creative's job not the uh management's job it's not anybody's job but yours to get yourself over as a wrestler so for everybody who blames the office, it's not the office's fault. You got to take a look deeper. Have you done anything to advance yourself, your body, your promos, anything different in the ring? Have you gone off the charge? Have you done anything out of the ordinary that would, you know, bring, you know, eyes to you in a positive way? Goes a long way. It really does. You know who I saw yesterday? Ooh probably one of the hottest guys there were in the wrestling business at one time fandango he was dude that i mean he had everybody doing his thing that right. that's over or right. okay some people would argue was he over 
Or was the entrance music over? Does it matter? He's okay, a part okay. of it. He's associated with it, right? Yeah. So him coming out with Summer Rae and doing that thing and Fandango, but then again, he ran into Cena and Cena didn't put him over the top. You know, Tell Jericho guys, put him over at WrestleMania. Yeah, Remember that? But, but Jericho put him over. That catapulted him. But then when it came to Cena, it didn't happen. And it just seems that a lot of the guys who could have had major pushes and been major stars, once they came to Cena, it stopped their rally. Look at Enzo and Kaz, right? They were on that Raw with the Cena. They were tagging with him. And then after that, you're like, wow. How about uh, Elias? Like, I can't. Like, they have to go back at some point. Like, I just don't understand how because they were doing so well at merch like you know vince mcmahon we get it right he uh, tough I love saw him yesterday tough love go out of the indies and learn you know grow up and be adults and then come back and we'll do business they were killing it on yeah. merch i mean enzo was touring the the cruiserweights they were going to do house shows with the cruiserweight division because enzo was selling tickets Guys, they got to make it back. They were making Vince McMahon money. Guys, the one guy who is going to pay the price for everybody. Uh oh. Cody Rhodes. That's a segue to the next type, the topic. Okay. You know, because in the next eight days, and it's Sunday, so I'm saying the next eight days by WrestleMania weekend, next weekend, the two nights, and/or Monday Night Raw. I fully expect to see Cody Rhodes make his return back to WWE. So how's it going to happen? And I know you've been very, you know, hey, you're going back into this. You're going to get jobbed out. I feel that he's going to be booked strong initially. I, I know there's a whole, it's a whole other can of worms what ends up happening to Cody Rhodes and who he gets fed to. But I think some, I have this gut feeling that someone has convinced Vince McMahon Hey, I know this guy really didn't get much of your attention the first time around, other than being Dusty's son, Dustin's brother, but he was an EVP at this little AEW thing over there, and one of their major players, we have him now. How can we kind of stick it to them? Yeah, but, but I think, it'll, I think he's going to get pushed hard early on. But wait a minute. Everybody is forgetting, okay? Cody Rhodes had five, six gimmicks he couldn't get over in the WWE. He did go over to AEW, right? Okay. If in the end he wasn't getting over and he had Arn Anderson, he had his wife, he was put in every angle to make himself a major player. Was he a major superstar? Did you want to watch Cody Rhodes on TV? The answer is no. The answer so, is yes, because he still had a show with Brandy. That was like more mainstream. I, and, I, and I'm saying no in terms of the, the wrestling audience was turning on Cody, but he had a show on TNT or whatever it was. And he was, he still is an EVP. Like that, like, you know what I mean? He was an EVP and people know about that. So to have a competition's problem. EVP back on your show and your company. I can see them pushing for a few months at least until SummerSlam to say, hey, look what we got, pal. And then yeah, the burial will begin. 
You're missing the whole point. No, I'm not. Missing, what I'm saying yes. is you're saying Hold Cody on. failed, but what did he really fail? Because I remember all of his gimmicks. I remember dashing. I remember what he did in Legacy. I remember Stardust, which was in Dustin's shadow. The guy was entertaining to me, who's a casual fan, who likes Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. He was entertaining to me, and I think it could have got over, but the company didn't push him. Why? Why didn't they like Cody Rhodes? Did everybody forget the it's match the he had with Cena? That was the go-to match for Cody Rhodes to be pushed over, and he bombed. Did everybody forget that? Against a match against Cena, where Cena doesn't do his due diligence to help you. I don't know. I'm just. I'm not saying that you're wrong about your assessment of Cody. I guess I'm saying I'm giving him one more chance. And this is it coming back to WWE. If he, if he can't do it now, strike three, you're out. But I, I am giving him, I think it's, remember Tim Tebow, Denver Broncos. He won a playoff game. I get you. Lost, I get lost you. to Tom Brady. Never got a chance again because his mechanics were ugly. But, I think that was bullshit. I'm applying that theory to Cody. If he fails this time, Vito, I'll be like, you Did you forget about right. every single person who was in WCW who came back to the company? Eric Bischoff tried to run, tried to run the business over Vince McMahon. Did he succeed? No. He Initially, came back. they get their rub, though. Remember the three-minute warning, Bischoff? They always look good initially so, so they can get tore back down. That's what I'm saying will happen with Cody. They'll build him, and they won't build him up against Reigns and Lesnar. It'll be against your Rollins type people. I can't. You got to make Cody think he's up there, and then if this is a thing where they want him to fail again, then they'll feed him to Roman Reigns or whatever Bobby Lashley. I just have a feeling that's what's going to happen. It's going to go down. I'm seeing this guy wind up in polka dots. Well, it's again, I will net. tell you, you are absolutely like if I, again, I'm going to give him that third and final chance. I'm going to, I'm going to say, let's see what this run does. If he ends up coming out of this is added to the list of failures, then I, then I have no more grounds to believe in Cody Rhodes. All right. Next. Subject. Now, now there's a new guy coming. We don't know anything about other than he's a collegiate um, champion. He's a gold medalist. You know, amateur wrestler. We, right. we saw how that worked with Kurt Angle. And, yes, Kurt Angle had awesome charisma. Brock Lesnar came in and was the beast. Is Gable Steveson, who's being, from what I've gathered, he's under Brock Lesnar's wing. Is this guy going to make it? Now, everybody questions, can you transition to wrestling? Do you have the charisma? Kurt Angle was beautiful at that. I saw at the end of his NCAA match thing there where he kind of retired from amateur wrestling, put his boots in the circle. The crowd was going nuts. He was doing backflip. Like, he he showed charisma. I didn't hear him talk, but he was playing to a crowd, which is what wrestling is all about. Vito, what's your take on Gable Stevenson? Because I think we're going to see this guy within the next two weeks. 50-50. So you don't know yet. 50-50. Don't know. Okay. Can't predict. They need a star. You know, I mean, they need lightning in a bottle. 50-50, guys. Because after – say – Okay. All right. 
you got Cody Rhodes, you got this guy, you got all these guys coming in. Now, who would you push? Do you a gold medalist or Cody Rhodes? Well, I mean, based on the track record of Angle and Lesnar, let's see what this Gable Stevenson can do right out the gates. You know he's not going to NXT. He's going to get put right in the main roster. Jason Jordan, I think he could have been something decent if he didn't get injured. I know they put him in that weird Kurt Angle storyline, but he kind of had that look and feel, but he got hurt. So I, I think, like, you know, I'm not going to argue there. Gable Stevenson looks like a potential, whether it works out or not, that's the question. Uh, they'll definitely see long-term main event scene for him versus Cody any day of the week. I'll never argue on that, even though we don't know anything about this guy yet in terms so of what about Red Hart, Bret Hart and uh, Goldberg, right? Ooh. He said something about Lesnar was way better. Or totally, he basically said Brock Lesnar was everything Goldberg wished he could have been and wasn't that story about Bret Hart respecting Brock Lesnar and totally not respecting Bill Goldberg? Is that right. what I got you got out of it? Mm -hmm. That's I don't know what to say, man. I, I, I saw Bret Hart yesterday. One of my was he happy? Was he happy or was he like just all like blah? He was law. Oh. And when I tell you I I'm going to say this and like, you know, it's just um, to be so disappointed, but yet I was so happy to go see him because that's a guy who was there from when I first started yeah. and we made it to WCW together. I wrestled with him. I wrestled. He always kept up with me, always had nice things to say. When I saw him, he gave, you know, he just looked at me and I, I said, I said, Brett, I'm sorry to buy. I just wanted to come over and say, hello, how you doing? He just looked at me. He didn't say anything. And then I said, Brett, don't you remember me? He goes, yeah, I do. And like, blah, but he didn't just do it to me. He did it to a few guys. So yeah. I just, um, some say health issues. Mm -hmm. Some say he's just miserable. Mm -hmm. Some people say he's bitter, but to me, I was so disappointed because that was one of my guys back. That's one guy who took the time to teach Skull Von Crush. That's one guy who you would say, Vito, I want to work with you. Let's do this. Let's do that. I wrestled him four times. It's a good amount. And, to, yeah, and then to uh, have that happen and then him watch my matches and him talk to me and like, and I was there at his. I was there at his, at his a uh, his Hall of Fame. His Hall of Fame. I remember when I when he right before he went out. Hey Brett, remember when I when I when, when we wrestled together and you told me this, you told me that, and, and um, it just was. It made me sad. It made me sad. If I had to pick one of the saddest days of my wrestling, that Bret Hart snub, that kind of sucked. But it didn't ruin my whole day. So, yeah. and and again, like you said, that could have just been he was that way to multiple people, and that just could be the state that he's in, in general, and it's not personal with you. So, yeah, probably not. All right, probably for the main not. event. Main uh, event. This came out based on an interview that he did. Um, Triple H's heart condition has basically 
keeping him from being able to wrestle again. And he's got to watch it because this guy might need a heart transplant. I mean, there's all kinds of things that trickle down from this. And I'm sure he's got the great, greatest doctors and they'll be up on him with this. But bottom line is Triple H's in-ring career is over. And he said so. Now, I was at I was at wrestling icons and George Lapitano and Bilapta asked me to say something about Triple H. I was in the midst of a lot of great people having a good time. I wish them well, right? Thank you. You know, totally 100% baby face and everything. Now, he has the luxury of having the best doctors that money can buy. He has the luxury of having the best health care. He comes on there and he talks about almost dying, right? Which is very sad. I'm not knocking him for that. Yeah, pneumonia, fluid around the heart. Oh, but, yeah. But when there were... 56 affidavits in a lawsuit and there were guys dying because they couldn't get the proper health care. Did anybody give a shit about those guys? And that's the first thing that ran through my mind when I saw, I went home and I watched his interview with uh, yep. Stephen A. Smith, right? Yeah. Did did he give a shit about those guys when he could have said, hey, Vince, let's put a program in place because these guys might pass away and die and might have a hard time. He had a hard time. And then he choked up because he was talking about his family. But what about the family of the guys who were who passed away, who went through the same thing? And there were guys who died alone. There were guys who died oh, who died in serious, serious um, bad. Uh, they were in a bad state. They died violent deaths. They committed suicide. What about all those guys who could have used that same health care? Did he have any thoughts on those guys? Or did he think he was going to live, you know, the healthiest life of all? Reality check came in. I don't think he ever got that. And if anybody at the WWE is watching, you could send him this message and I wish him no harm, right? But you don't do for one and you laugh and snicker and say it's bullshit. But those are the same things that everybody else was having a problem with. And then you get all choked up and you make this big announcement. Your in-ring career is done. You needed to fit, you need... um you have a stent, you have all these things wrong with you, and you want people to feel bad. But what about for Kamala, who needed a wheelchair so we can get along, right? So he can make make moves in life, right? I saw Coco Beware for the first time in 20 years, mm -hmm. 20 plus years. I thanked him for doing that for James because he was on a first name basis. I said, Coco, I said, that was beautiful what you did for James, brother. I said, I haven't seen you in so long. I said, when you and James and Honky Tonk Man were all calling Memphis, Tennessee to get me a spot with Jerry Lawler, USWA, those are the things that 
you don't forget. I said, and that's why the business is the way it is because guys don't take care of guys, right? And thank you for letting me know he has a pacemaker, Triple H has a pacemaker, but a wheelchair that wouldn't cost you nothing. You're talking about a pacemaker, a heart transplant, all these other things that you have every facility in the country to help you. What, but when these guys you rode the road with and the guys who are sick, the guys who helped put you over and you couldn't take the time to help them, I think now maybe you understand maybe I should have helped them because maybe they could be with their families. Maybe they have three beautiful daughters at home. Maybe they have a beautiful wife at home. Maybe they got struck with that reality. Oh my God, I almost bought it. I didn't make the finish line. I almost bought it. I didn't, you know, I almost saw the, the light. Yeah. That's a reality check. I hope, people, yeah. I hope people watch this. I hope you tweet WWE, tweet Triple H. I think it needs to be said. I'm saying it on my show. I didn't want to say it on someone else's show. It wasn't the proper thing. But guys, if there was proper health care and wrestling, there'd be better health for everybody worldwide who participated in the WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and all the major, all the major places. And if you could do that for one guy, you could do it for all guys. And well said, Vito. That's why this is getting color, and we can't follow that. So great, great discussion again tonight. Anything else you want to add, man? I mean, no. Have, I just want to thank home. everybody. I just want to thank everybody again for the ECW arena, and I want to thank all the boys who take the time to help the boys who are in need, like Chris Jericho and a lot of others out there who reach out. I respect the hell out of you guys. I hope I get to see you guys soon. Um, Virtue, that's all I got. Great show. Very informative. And uh, you look a little cold. You look a little cold, brother. Yeah, I still got this on. I mean, like I said, I came right from that fantasy draft about 7 o'clock, and my bones hurt because you're sitting in that room and you're killing the time, picking your players. And, oh, my God. We'll talk about that. On we'll talk about it. Annette, thank you for stopping by, Annette. And Nick – Nick, take it easy. All right, close it up. So be sure to follow Vito on Twitter at the Big Vito Brand. Follow me if you want at no DQ underscore virtue. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash big V Mafia. This has been getting color. I am Virtue. That is Big Vito Lagrasso right here on the Big We'll see you again next time. 